Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just wanted to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy And I'm Missy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are talking 2004's <gasps> King Arthur. Mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, babe. Steve, before. we're quite sober <laughs> we for this. We are quite sober for this. Uh, what do you got to remedy that? We have from Vernal Brewing Company, Rigor Mortis. Ooh. Ah, it is a red ale, 12 fluid ounces. Ah, government warning. Here we go. Don't be a stiff. This beer is to die for. You'll continue to savor the flavor after the onset and up to, but not limited to, three and a half, uh, three to four hours later. All right. Cool. Burger Mortis, I guess. 
All right, I'm going to pop my top. Finally. <gasps> my top! <laughs> and the pour. It's a beautiful red color. It's got an off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Make me happy. Mmm. It smells like a red egg. Get a little bit of the hop, a little bit of malt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve's gun in for the sip. Oh, yeah. Nice, uh... Nice piney mm-hmm. hops. Uh, yeah, very, very like crisp hop. Like it's very fresh hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. mean, it's not a fresh hop, but it it has like a freshness to it as opposed to just like a dankness. Yeah, yeah. Not like sticky mm-hmm. and like make your teeth kind of feel weird or anything. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah, yeah. Nice piney with little uh, little caramel notes and stuff with the malts. And... For anyone who doesn't know, we love a good red ale. Mm-hmm. Red ales are great. If you're looking to get into something, like if you're just getting into beer, you don't want anything crazy hoppy, but you're still trying to expand your palate, reds and browns are a great place to like to look to do that. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of great places to do it, uh, King Arthur! Oh, uh, yeah! <laughs> From director Antoine Fuqua. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you might know him from, well, a variety of music videos in uh, the... <laughs> 80s and early 90s, uh, <laughs> such as Heavy D and the Boys, Brian McKnight, Tony Braxton, Coolio, Stevie Wonder, All for One, Usher, Praz, and then he got into movies. And babe, Ooh. let me know if you've seen any of these movies. Uh, Replacement Killers? No. How about Bait? Jamie Foxx nope. action movie? Oh, okay. Nope. We, should, we should probably do Bait. It's, uh, I remember liking it a lot. Uh, how about Training Day? Oh, yeah. 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 Now we're talking. Then this... Sorry, for some reason, for some reason, my brain always tries to turn uh, the, uh, Assault on Precinct 13. 13 and Training Day. I have no idea why. My oh, brain tries to I smash know why, those together. Ethan Hawks in both of them. That must be it. But my brain tries to smash them both together. And I'm like, I don't remember when John Carpenter uh, directed Training Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. It was Antoine Foucault. <laughs> Uh, this was actually Antoine's follow-up to Training Day. Uh, and then he did Shooter, starring everybody's favorite Wahlberg, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other kind? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, let's see. Yeah, after Shooter, he did uh, Brooklyn's Finest. Uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Ah, oh, so on the podcast yeah. before. Equalizer. Southpaw. <laughs> I've Mag- seen some of these. Right? Magnificent Seven. Equalizer 2. Oh. And actually just released, like last week, <gasps> Infinite, which is him and Marky Mark again. Hey! Yeah, apparently it's about uh, having uh, Marky Mark's having visions of past lives or something. I just keep going up to everybody and saying how the mother is, but in every century. <laughs> it's, like I, it's like I barely aged over the last 25 years. Uh, also coming up, he there's a movie called The Guilty. Which, it's also Maki Mak. I'm a samurai. No, no, this and I keep asking people how the mother is. This one's the other guys. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and Ethan Hawke. And apparently <laughs> they get a call from a kidnapped girl. It sounds like uh, it's going to be cellular. It does sound right? like cellular. Or uh, what was the, the one about the phone booth? If you answer the call in the phone booth, people died. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, this is going to make you sound a little silly. It's called Phone Booth. <laughs> it stars Colin Farrell. <laughs> What's, what, was, what was that one about the bus that had to go fast? Oh my God. They, 
They had to maintain a certain speed. Is it really just called phone booth? Oh my god! I just remember—I can remember the commercial super vividly. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, What are we doing, Captain Obvious? (laughs) (laughs) I believe it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. Yep. Written directed by Homer J. Simpson. (laughs) uh also apparently uh this is being proposed and he's like signed on to the idea cellular (laughs) two the celluloid shaka king of the zulu nation Ooh. there's the line shaka when the wall fell (gasps) there's gonna be a wall that falls in that movie One person got that. Shout out to Stork. No, I'm sorry. Two people got that. Shout out to Drew as well. Yeah, Drew got it. Peacock didn't, but Stork and Drew got it. But they just reviewed that episode. I don't think they're there yet. But uh, anyway, this movie was written by David Franzoni. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he wrote Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh my. I've heard it's a gas, gas, gas. Uh, Amistad. Whoa. Oh, there's a that's, total shit. That's a switch. Uh, Gladiator. There you go. Okay. And then this. And that's it. And he's apparently getting a credit for uh, Gladiator 2, when and if that ever comes out. He, Looking at you, Ridley Scott. He's tired of doing historical uh, dramas. Yeah. <laughs> like Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but babe, the cast in this movie. Holy oh, shit. the cast. Clive Owen as author. Or yeah. Arturius or whatever they call him in this movie. Ewan uh, Grethold. Ewan Gr- Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four <laughs> movies as Lancelot. Kira Knightley, yes, of age in this movie. Shout out to For Screening, co- <laughs> for screening Country uh, as Guinevere. Mads Mickelson in the role of Tristan. All, always good. He's always amazing. That's true. We love some Mads here. Uh, Joel Edgerton as Gawain, Ray Winstone, and Ray Stevenson. It's a double Ray. Uh, you can call him Ray, and you can call him Ray. That's right. And you can call them Ray Ray. <laughs> uh, St- Stephen Delane as Merlin for basically a cameo. Yeah, and then, right? oh my god, babe, the bad guys in this movie, quote unquote, oh. Stellan Skarsgård yeah. as Serdic, but I think in my notes I have him as Saxon Badass. Saxon Badass. <laughs> and his son, uh, Sinric, is played by Hugo Stieglitz. With the Highlander's accent. <laughs> yeah, it's Til- it's Tilschweiger. He's, but he's got the Highlander's accent. He kind of does. There can only be one. He's, he's like, I am German, but I am doing the English accent. I am very English, yeah. I am from that, the north. That was the one thing, like, the two of them couldn't hone their accents in mm. enough together to sound like father and son for me. Oh. And that was the only thing that, like, kind of pulled me out of it. Like, and here's the thing, they don't even have to be father and son for the story to work. We'll get yeah. to it, but if it was like, this is my second command, or like, this is this is a kid I adopted and I take him as my own. Look, my favorite thing about uh, Stellan Skarsgård, or what, what, what's his name? Serdic? Serdic in this Cerdic movie. and Sedgwick. He is just such a, like, he never raises his voice to anybody. He basically just kind of, like, mumbles through his beard, all the lines and stuff. But you know he's just a badass, because he's like, Oh, yeah. You must said you're weak. These guys are paper. Oh, yeah. Oh, he plays, like, the coolest bad guy, because, yeah, he's, like, the chillest. Just a second. My kitties are being 
aggressive. Shocking. Trying to sit on top of the poor mouse cage. That poor mouse you couldn't even fucking catch. I had to catch it. That's right, pussies. <laughs> but I was like, Ben, hey, you me viscous enter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, babe, this movie. This movie. We started off with a little thing basically saying, like, you know, the legends of Arthur are really based on stories from thousands of years ago and then yeah. just updated. And he's, a, he, he's actually a, a Roman, and um, this is his tale. And it's like, ooh, historically accurate. Yeah. Do, do you remember in the early to mid-2000s when people were trying to make things, quote-unquote, historically accurate? Absolutely. That's David Franzoni, the writer of Gladiator and Amistad. Oh, Tigress. <laughs> oh, so then we cut to 452 AD, and I'm like, wait, what? I think you're about a thousand years too early. What? Is this going to be an origin story? No. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's Romans, and uh, uh, so yeah, we get a little scene where uh, there's this boy. Uh, I, I guess Romans just kind of show up on this village, and we get some narration, and it's like... Oh, yeah, so, so there was a group of guys who were fighting the Romans and then they went to the Romans were like, look, bro, if you stop like burning our villages, we'll like stop shooting your dudes. If we can just like chill. The Romans were like, yeah, we can chill. You can live in tents, but you have to give us all your firstborn sons. And so then this is the village of the guys who made sort of the priest treaty with the Romans. So they came to get one firstborn son. Yeah. One, one kid, uh, we find out it ends up being Lancelot, right? Yeah, who has zero impact on the story the Absolutely rest of the movie. Zero. But, but he's the narrator. And until Even... we hit a certain point. <laughs> and then he's still the narrator. <laughs> no, then it swapped. Didn't it swap to like a... No. No, it was... Okay. It's still him. Then I'm he... even more mad at this movie. He was a ghost the whole time. I no. The fucking uh, Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, yeah. So and then... yeah, the, like as he's getting drug away, they're like, Lancelot! Lancelot! Oh. Lancelot! No, 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 babe, it's... The, the, like, dad or whatever calls out goes, Lancelot! And they, like, turn and look ah! as the music swells. <laughs> you know, the Ghost of Mars chant? Because it will come rah, back. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, it'll come back later. <laughs> Trust me, I have it written yeah, down. So he has to go serve Lancelot and the other the other kids that were scooped up and promised uh, have to serve 15 years. Yep. And we're here at uh, 14 years and 364 days. Yep, exactly. <laughs> And we, uh, we, because we're using the Roman calendar, Steve. Exactly. <laughs> it's historical. How record. many moons is that? Well, let's see. No, the, uh, yeah, so yeah, Smash got 15 years. Uh, there's a towering wall that divides Britain of, I don't know, three stones high. Yeah, and this is going to play in later our total confusion. They're <laughs> yeah. showing, and what I think is like a probably a modern day shot of oh, yeah, this yeah. like ancient wall. And yeah, it's like three and a half feet tall and it just oh, goes not even, across not, it's not even that i don't uh, think yeah like, right. yeah it's it's like you yeah sheep can easily like pass over it without jumping yeah yeah <laughs> most horses can just leap right over it most, most gentlemen i think can uh, leap horses right can over. step over it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's the wall that basically divides uh scotland and britain real thing i've been there i've seen it it's about that size at least in the part that i saw but um, yeah don't worry it's gonna be like 240 feet tall here shortly yeah 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 uh so what happens yeah there's a there's a caravan that they're like we we see a group of about seven centurions that basically they look like and they're leading this caravan into the fog and the trees and 
and it's very they're very slow going through it and like looking around and and then oh shit there's an ambush yep ah! yeah. the tree people come out and ah <laughs> ah tree people ah we should have smelled them <laughs> and so yeah, well and here's the thing uh, so uh, we find out to be Arthur and the crew basically a yep. crew of seven they're like I don't know 500 yards behind the caravan yeah just like and then they're like oh shit the they're getting attacked as, as <laughs> like a flying v towards them you know like mighty dun, ducks dun, 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 dun. well steve because this is going to be our first like four and a half minute shot of horses running in slow motion of many shots of horses running in slow motion Look, guys, you have to get that slow motion shot of a horse at a full fucking gallop guys four this is a two hour and five minute movie and there's really about an hour and 15 minutes worth of notes that I have here. <laughs> if that, I, yeah, we could like, we could easily make this a 90 minute feature. Oh, we yeah. could probably make this like a 45 minute episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but not much. But yeah, okay. So yeah, they go into battle. They're fighting off this ambush. We have less slow motion of Kira Knightley running. And she doesn't even have tits in this one. Does she even run in this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she does for like yeah. three seconds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she runs and screams. <laughs> that's right, because I'm like, ah, that boy's going to attack them. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so we're introduced to, uh, you know, Arthur. You know, we all know Clive Owen's Arthur in this one. And then we're introduced to the, the guy that has like brass knuckles, you know, the fister guy, uh, the guy that has a samurai <laughs> sword, uh, the guy that has an eagle. My favorite night of the round table, Mr. Fister. <laughs> Mr. Fister, yeah. He was Fisto and He-Man, but that would have been, uh, you know, trademark. Right. This movie was, like, one step away. Like, I think the first cut was probably had, like, the freeze frame of them in action poses with their name popping up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they each have their uh, their super action button. They're like, oh. yeah, put, put, push this button for fist action. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a sword, sword slash for Gawain or Would you whatever. be shocked if it was like horse rearing close up on Clive Owen and it was like, Arthur, you know, swing <laughs> and like close up of like Breast Knuckles guy and like Brutius or whatever. Boars or whatever his name was. <laughs> I mean, nowadays yes, I would totally see that. <laughs> but yeah, we get a whole uh, yeah, they they we we basically see the attackers and we hear someone mention they're like oh it's Merlin's army and I'm like wait what now Merlin's leading the forest people oh okay mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. that's cool I am Merlin of the forest people but yeah apparently this caravan was for a bishop um, mm-hmm. and they like open up the 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 main carriage or whatever and there's a couple arrows in the guy and he's dead but then uh, Arthur's like wait that's not the bishop who's the real bishop. <laughs> Where's the cardinal? And like, oh, I'm over here. And he's like dressed as like a, a regular uh, soldier. soldier or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, haha, sometimes the old ways are the best ways. No. And I'm like, are you supposed to be Italian? All right. All right. Oh, I remember. The reason why Arthur and his buddies were back was they were actually coming back from another battle. They happened to be behind the bishop. They were going to like oh. meet him back in town, but they just and- happened to like, like, basically like bishop got attacked they just happened to they just happened to be like 200 feet down the road and we're like what i hear the cries of battle and, and he also just happened to know like no that's not bishop i don't know al dente yeah well because they were going to meet him they were going to oh. meet al dente okay so yeah. he was like hey al dente 
We're coming here to get our release papers. Oh shit, we met up with you on the road. Well, now you get a, can give us double release papers? Hey, <laughs> maybe with a cash bonus. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then we get some nice. <laughs> While we're transitioning between scenes, we get to uh, hear these guys talk back and forth with one another and. Uh, the one who talks the most is uh, the the big big brooding Fisto guy. I think Mr. Fister. I think his name's Bors. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, played by Ray Winstone. Yeah, yeah, Bors. Okay. Mr. Fister. Mr. Fister. <laughs> but yeah, babe. Uh, he, des- oh, he describes his oh, penis God in a way. Oh, well, I can't piss into the wind anyway because my dick just flops around. There's a lot to have, lots to handle. Yeah, yeah, we know it's a baby's arm holding an apple yeah uh so guys i remember when this movie came out i remember all you guys going around going like yeah yeah that's my dick Uh, i'm gonna pull that out at the bar not the dick the line (laughs) and my immediate thought every single time i hear that is Sir, you have an infection. Yeah. Best case, it's throbbing and red. Worst you, case, it's green. You need green. to lance that shit. It's, it's about like, to turn green. Are we talking like red delicious? Or are we talking more like a crab apple? <laughs> Either way, I'm not touching it. <laughs> you you can uh, manage that that pustule yourself, Bubba Hotep style. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, yeah, so, so they meet with the uh, Cardinal at the round table and... Uh, of course, uh, Arthur... No, the Cardinal is just offended that it's a round table. He can't sit at the head of the table. Yeah. But Arthur, basically, they're all planning on going home because this is, like, their last day. And they're like, hey, Cardinal, it's great you're being give us our papers, like, in 12 hours. And then we're free <laughs> men. I'm going to get blah, blah. fucking drunk on your dime tonight. And then I'm going home. Mr. Fister, you going to take all those uh, kids and that wife you can't stop impregnating with you? Uh, she's not my wife. They're all bastards, every last one of them. Yeah, but, like, I mean, they're yours, right? I don't even give them names, I give them numbers. <laughs> we only named, like, the first two or something? Yeah, yeah. by three we just started giving numbers. Just just random numbers, too. There's one's like, 36. <laughs> don't even know why. We were drunk. But yeah, yeah. Ba- basically, Rome's, like, or the, the Pope's guy, like, you know, Rome is uh, basically bailing on Britain because it's, uh, it's another weather to us, and, uh... Oh yeah, the Saxons are coming in and ransacking everything. Yeah, That's Arthur's why we're like, Arthur's like the last like military outpost, and was like, I thought there were more people in you. I thought there were more people at your round table, and Arthur's like, there were, <laughs> there were. They done died. It's been <laughs> yeah, a while. That's right. So yeah, Arthur and his guys were out on patrol. They bumped into the car- cardinal. The cardinal was coming to see Arthur to be like, yo, we're closing this imp- this thing. Come back to the other side of the wall. I'll take you back to Rome and tell them how good a soldier you are. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> There's one last job that Rome needs from Arthur and the crew. There's one day from return. And of course, everybody's pissed, but Arthur's like, guys, let me let me talk to him, find out what's going on here. And they're like, fine, we'll be at the bar. And, I got uh, a bar wench to bang. Yeah, and basically, the the cardinal guy is like, okay, you must go deep into the, the area taken over by the Saxons uh, to get, you know... Uh, um, We're gonna have you cross the Marius DMZ right yeah. into North Korea. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, to get like the Pope's favorite nephew or something like that, because we've been, you know, he's gonna be the next Pope, you know, in thirty years or whatever. It's like, um, okay, yeah. that sounds really dumb. Why don't you just have them run my direction? Yeah, we'll meet them halfway. <laughs> yeah, and like, no, no, it's, it's not the Italian way. It's not a, a fresco. No. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's either super fresh or it's a wall painting, but either way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's out. It's outdoor dining. Oh, but yeah. So so yeah. So <laughs> no. Arthur and uh, Arthur and the gangster squad here have to go El Dente on the Brits. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, so yeah, so it means makes... to the tooth, Steve. It's pretty badass. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Arthur goes to the bar and basically breaks it to uh, the crew. Oh yeah, there's like a random like musical number. <laughs> Like, yeah. like a couple of minutes of, you know, the, yeah, the, the very... Yeah, the bar winch with 20 kids. Yeah, the she's... bar winch singing the super sad song in the yeah, middle she, of partying. She's, she, everybody's getting drunk at the bar. Of course, she's got the baby because she's always got a baby. Yeah. And then everybody gets quiet while she's like, We will be free. 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 Nothing will keep us indentured to Rome. No more missions. No more Suicide Squad. Everyone. And and Arthur's like, "Uh, excuse me, I gotta step in real quick because that's not quite accurate. Look, Mr. Fister, I don't want to make your I don't want to make your girlfriend a liar. Miss Fister. Lady Fister. I don't want Mother Fister. I don't want you to be a more dishonest woman than you already are. Right. I'd hate to sell your good name, Mother Fister, but Yeah, so so all the knights are angry because they're like, "Oh, you said we were done. They said that we were done. Romans can't be trusted." Blah blah blah. And the guy who I think is Lancelot is wearing like a braided leather jacket mm-hmm. that's quite the fashion choice. He is the whiniest of all the little bitches. He's just like Arthur. You told me we're gonna do it anymore. And, and Arthur's like, "Well, I believe in God." Well, I do. Blah 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 blah. Your gods know. You believed in Rome and see what they did to you. You must believe in nothing like me, Lancelot. Don't worry, I'm not going to influence this movie at all. You're not even going to remember if it's me or Mads Mikkelsen because we have the same hair. Right. (laughs) Yeah, there is definitely some white guy face blindness going on. It's basically there's the three smaller guys, you know, Mads Mikkelsen, Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Fantastic, and... Oh yeah, Joel Egerton's the other guy, and yeah. then there's the three big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ray, it's... Ray, and I assume another Ray. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like the three big guys, two of them have the exact same like buzz cut. Like yeah, it's hard yeah, to tell yeah. Mr. Fister from the other one, who I'm not even sure has any lines, but I can't tell them apart, so I can't really tell. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the other big guy with the long hair, and then there's the three little guys, and like one has almost like the face tattoos from the mummy from the. Uh, the Guardians of Emozad. The Mojadid. Or the whatever, Mojadid. Or whatever. Uh, one of them's got a bird and the other one's Lancelot. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes the bird's just flying around and you don't know if it's, is, is it bird guy or is yeah, it Lancelot? Yeah, the bird's flying around and they're all kind of looking up at it because it's a majestic hawk or eagle or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, then we cut to the north. And we see the Saxon leader for the first time. Yeah. Cerdric Sir, or whatever. And uh, basically, we when we first see it, we see one of the, I don't know, Saxon, basically they're like Vikings. Like, one of the Saxon yeah. dudes just, like, trying to rape a girl in front of everybody. Yeah. And the leader kind of goes up and, like, pulls the guy off, and he's like, eh, get off him. Or get off so, him. They'll sully our bloodline. Yeah, don't. These don't, things are Don't infected. waste your seed on these, these cattle or whatever. Yeah, and the guy's like, oh, I get to take what I want. That's part of my pay. Oh, thank you so, thank you so much. I would be ever so grateful if you could just let 
No, he actually doesn't kill her. He, he, he like, starts walking away, and then he says to everybody else, kill her. Yeah. Oh, no! Ah! No! Yeah. So then, uh, then he's told by uh, his son, uh, Hugo Stiglitz, no, uh, <laughs> his son, Saya, they, they talk about this guy named Arthur and his knights. They claim to have been undefeatable. Or when I'm talking about slowing the bloodlines, I'm talking about my son's accent here, guys. You don't want that. What? What is it you're talking about? You're... All right, we're going to move on with the movie. I've okay. never been more ashamed. That's right. <laughs> so then, <laughs> Arthur and the crew, they're going through the forest, singing and running and trying to get away. And <laughs> Guys, it's a theme. King Arthur and Robin Hood, there's a lot of crossover. Guys, I legitimately um, was like having trouble telling this apart from like some of the Robin Hood movies. Yeah, this is Robin head. Hood 2018. This in a is. Lot, uh, a lot of ways. Yeah, they all have the same fucking jackets. All they're missing is the purple velvet couch <laughs> what, from what, the Pope's house. Yeah, say, when does this take place? Oh yeah, 5th century AD. Is that why they have those nice little hemmed leather outfits? <laughs> right? It's like, hmm, I don't think the smoking jacket was real popular then. <laughs> Are there going to be semi-automatic crossbows in this one? Uh, what? Well, let's find out. No! Uh, but yeah, then they... Uh, start, there's a bunch of arrows with like ropes tied at the end and it basically form <gasps> a net oh the ultimate weapon yeah basically trying to it, like the nets and like the ropes and stuff are like it seems like they're you know they're being shot by the, the forest people and it seems like they're leading them somewhere but then they get to a spot and they like surround the people and then like they hear a horn or something and let them go and it's like Okay, cool. What was the fucking point of that scene? I think they were, like, warning him. Like, hey, don't get too deep into the woods. This is our territory. Like, we get that you guys are, like, like the indentured sons of our forefathers, but, like, don't fuck with us. Okay. I think that's what it was supposed to be. Because right, well, then Arthur takes them back to the main road. They get the fuck out of the forest at that point. That's true. Yeah, back to the main road, heading up, up north or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess they were probably trying to take a shortcut or something. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was but, like, stay the fuck out of Sherwood Forest. <laughs> and then we get some more stuff about uh, Lancelot being a dick because he starts joking with boars. Like, oh, yeah, don't, don't your kids look like me? Uh, he's, this is brought up like four times in the movie. And I'm like, look, Lancelot, okay, you're trying to be a bro or something, but for real. He's such a whiny bitch the rest of the time. Like, it's not fun. Yeah. He's not Carrie Ells. He can't pull this off. Yeah. It's true. You have to be charming. <laughs> yeah, this guy. The uh, Who's playing Lancelot? Ewan Griffith. You know, Mr. Yeah, Fantastic. He doesn't have any charisma. Let's see. Mr. Fantastic. Uh, oh, he was in that Ava movie for like five minutes. Which one was that? Which one was Ava that we watched three days ago? Oh... Yeah, he, he was the guy in the beginning <laughs> the of the limousine. The one that's not limousine. Red Sparrow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one that's not Hannah? The one that's not Hannah or Anna or Ava or Columbiana or... <laughs> Those movies are all the fucking same. They're all the same. <laughs> Maybe coming soon, guys. Uh... <laughs> all right, so yeah. So, so they make their way up north to the, mm. the outpost or whatever to pick up. And I have the kid's written, name written down as Electo. Is that what it was? Sure. Because yeah. it was said like four or five times, but it was like, oh, maybe I missed it the first time. It's like, Babe, oh, they said it, like Electo. It was okay. electric nachos. They just shortened mm. it to Electo. Electric nachos. All Elect right. He was the original Also maybe coming nachos. soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, yeah, they, they show up and basically Electo's, I don't know, dad or uncle or whoever's leading the place, Marius. Yeah. He's like, no, uh, you know, take my son. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he like well, triples well, down on the Italian. In this yeah, one. yeah, this guy, actually, I could believe might yeah. be Italian. He's like, no, no, me and my family, this is our place. We cannot go back to Rome. I'm a huge asshole. These are my people. People, chill for me. Yeah. yeah, see, the people love me. I have to enforce the will of God upon the land. You cannot go. Like, all right, I'll take your wife and your kid. You're not taking my progeny anywhere. Yeah. But then uh, Arthur notices out of the corner of his eye, there's an old man strapped up, just kind of... Who the fuck is that? Yeah. What? Who, who put this man here? What? What? Did, what is his crime? He's and... a village elder. <laughs> he spoke up against Marius and he, don't, uh, he, he know, took he... away our birthdays. He, uh, Marius said we can't have any more food in the village. I just said, but we will die without food. And so now he is being beaten. And so Arthur frees the old man and says, oh. All right, bitch. <laughs> We're all free now. Come with me. And I'm like, whoa, that was a turn from three seconds ago. It's like, hey, yeah, we just need to take this guy and go. And now it's like, no, I'm freeing this entire city well, from now some you can asshole. Hear the war drums. Oh, yeah, the drums are getting close. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. uh, so the Saxons are going to come and, like, rape and murder you all. Y'all should come with us back to Rome? Oh, yeah, that's right. And, like, Mads Mikkelsen comes back mm. and he's like, so they are kind of cutting us off down south. So <laughs> we should head east into the mountains. We should go through the mountains. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is like the navigator for this crew. He knows the yeah. land and he's like, all right, guys, so the main road's closed off. I know this four by four trail. You have to have four wheel drive, a horse, or a Dodge Viper driven by Vin Diesel. That's but great. Uh, we're going to take the whole village with us now. They're going to slow us down. Like, we're going to get caught. Oh, he's straight up like, yeah, they're not going to make it. They, they won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going through the Alps, bro. <laughs> yeah. By the way, those drums are getting really close. We should go, like, yesterday. Wait, there's a door over here that's, like, covered with rocks that we should open <laughs> up first. What's this weird part of the wall? What is this? Yeah. Oh, that is a holy temple, and it's all blocked up because it was unholy to the priests. Yeah, open it up. And they get in there, and they find out it's basically like a dungeon it's or like a torture chamber. Yeah, with it's, a couple of priests, a very hungry-looking priests running around. Like, well, well, in here to to save the savages. We're going to die for their cause. Don't take that woman out of that hole. Yeah, they, she has to die. But babe, who's that woman they find in there? With the little boy. Uh, well, the the other one. Ah, there's a little boy with curly hair and yeah. Kira Knightley! Yeah, Kira Knightley! Yeah, and she needs water. She needs water. <laughs> She's a thirsty bitch. She, she needs electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Electric nacho lights? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so our, basically uh, Arthur, you know, they grab him, bring him out, and Marius is there like, you, how dare you go into our sacred oh. temple? And Arthur just fucking clocks him. <laughs> yeah, like, load up his carcass, kid and wife of Marius, get in the fucking van, we're going home. Oh, yeah, 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 they take the kid, <laughs> no, they put Marius and, like, the main dudes in the, the dungeon and say, like, uh, No, no, they brought like, Marius. Because... Did they? No, you're right. They, no, did. Yeah, they put yeah. him in. They, they're sacrificing him to the gods with the remaining priests. Uh, Arthur just straight up murders one of the priests. Oh, yeah, yeah. He what? just, like, stabs him. Yeah, yeah, I think he, like, pulled a knife or something, and Arthur's like, nope, slunk. <laughs> Anybody else want to test? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's right, because he, he walls him up, and then uh, they take off. Yep. 
And then, uh, yeah, they... Uh, Them and the Hungry Villagers are traipsing through the Alps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. And uh, there's a whole scene where Arthur goes to see Guinevere in, like, the little uh, carriage or whatever. And uh, her fingers are all kind of, like, mangled and messed up because of the torture or whatever. And he's like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to pop these back into place, if you don't mind. And she's like, ah! And she's, like, <gasps> staring at him as he's oh, doing she, like, it. she, like, clutches his, his, like, chest and is like... Oh, uh, you got another you, one in you, Daddy? Yeah, yeah, do you like hurting girls? Yeah. Yeah. I know who you are. This is my thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and she's just like, you will never be the rightful owner of this land. I am free despite what they do to my body. All right. <laughs> and he's just, like, Clive Owen is so nonchalant this yeah. whole scene. Oh, okay, so Clive Owen this whole movie is like Distant. just deadpan except for, yeah. you know, occasionally he'll raise his voice for a speech or whatever but he's like, oh, da, da, da. Here's the thing. I know Clive Owen can be fun. Oh, we've all seen Shoot Him Up. We've all seen Shoot Him Up. He's amazing. <laughs> I think like the direction here was like, no, he has to be stoic and strong the whole time. And it's like, but he has, he like, you can replace him with a cardboard cutout of Clive Owen, and this movie pretty much goes the same way. It's true. And that's true. a real, that's a waste of Owen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Clive. It's a waste of Clives. We never waste our Clives. Clive Owen Wilson. Clive Owen Barker. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst Clive Owen hybrids. <laughs> Yeah, so so the Saxons are not far behind, so they get to the village or whatever, and they find uh, Marius and everybody like locked up, and they're basically like, oh, we just missed him. It looks like they headed east into the mountains. I can take you to him! Oh, I'm yeah. Italian! I can take him to you! And yeah. to, you the, to him! The one guy turns like total narc. He's like, oh yeah, right. I had to get there, and I had to get there faster, and his name's <laughs> Arthur, and here's his class schedule for the next three weeks. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, of course, the uh, Saxon guy is like, burn it. And the whole village starts on fire. And then uh, Guinevere has a scene where, like, Guinevere talks to Arthur. And she's like, oh. where are you from? And he's like, well, I'm from here, but I'm going to go to Rome once I get my freedom. Yeah, and Rome, every man is free. And the roads are paved with cheese. and <laughs> <laughs> There are no Celts in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Peter where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. So, so they set up camp for the night. And uh, Fievel and, I'm sorry, uh, Lancelot. No. Yeah. Winnie Bitch and Mr. Fister. Yeah. Oh, oh God, there's a scene where, uh, yeah, they set up camp or whatever. Yeah. And then apparently in this camp, there's also a bathing area because Lancelot, like, watches Guinevere get bathed by yeah. a random other chick. Well, because she's so weak, her... But she's the leader of their people. Well, she can't wash herself and cover those mosquito bites, so... <laughs> They're tits, Steve. I mean, look, I've seen the Dr. Zhivago miniseries. And you were supposed to be ashamed of yourself because she's underage. Oh, I am. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> but, days, though. but in this one, you can fap too. Oh, she's yeah. Underage. <laughs> Straight jacking, homie. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, okay, then after her bath, she decides to, like, go wandering into the woods, and Arthur sees, so he's like, well, gee, I'll follow oh, her. She, like, straight up, like, lures him into the woods, and it's like, bro, oh. you're gonna get murdered. Look. 
Is this the point where they fall in love? Look, you can't you can't say she lured him into the woods because, you know, she didn't make the score that was like, oh, like angelic and whimsical as she's going no, into no, the woods. No, no, she has a whole chorus of her people in the woods, Steve. <laughs> oh, These a, are her woods. Oh, it's, it's, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's the little yeah. forest nymphs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, hey, these Roman assholes, like, don't know if nymphs aren't real. If you guys sing and it's your time. You've got to follow the woods. you got to kiss the girl. Whoa! Come at me, Disney. No. So is this is this the point where they're supposed to have fallen in love? I I think he's just like, oh, is she going? I better keep an eye on her. I better keep an eye on her because I think she might technically be a prisoner of war. Yeah. It's a shame we even gave her a bath. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we find out <gasps> she's meeting up with Merlin. Ah! And Arthur like draws his sword, of course. And Merlin's like, we're not enemies right now, you and I. Well, see, and this is why I thought she lured him to the because she's like, no, no, no. This is Merlin. He needs to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Bro, we need to have a talk. And then, okay. So then we get like a flashback to Arthur's mom's death. <laughs> Yeah, but I swear his mom was saying goodbye to him, so he wasn't there to watch his mom die. I mean, yeah, it's. Oh, no, that it's, it's was, a, that's, no, that was Lancelot's yeah, mom. Yeah, was, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, yeah, his mom's death is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur locked everybody in a church, lit it on fire, no, and never no, forgave no, that himself. was first night. That was first night. <laughs> what? Again. No, but uh, ba- basically, his, uh, his mom was killed by, like, uh, Roman centurions or some shit. Or, no, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah, centurions yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and he was like taking captive and then like raised gladiator style. Uh, uh, there's a very important part that was missed because his dad had already died. And mm-hmm. so when his mother was killed, little eight-year-old Arthur ran to his father's grave. And what did he find there? Oh, he pulled the headstone up. But what was the headstone, see? Excalibur! Oh, <laughs> and then this one Merlin's like... Uh, your blood is of our land. Your sword literally came from our land. That's right. And then you ripped it from our land. So, welcome home, bro. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, yeah, I guess back at camp, uh, Marius showed up and, like, he, he like, takes Aha, the boy and, like, back, bitches! Yeah, he's like, Aha! Son, come with me! Back with my sudden but inevitable betrayal and... Son, oh! come with me if you want to leave! <laughs> oh, that's right. Elf Kira Knightley came out of the woods and yeah. shot him with a bow and arrow that she had for some reason. She's feeling much better. Yeah, yeah. Her <laughs> fingers are feeling much better now. Oh, and Lancelot, is it Lancelot or is it Mads Mikkelsen mentions it? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I guess your hand's yeah. feeling better. Yeah. But then Arthur shows up. It's like, all right, time to go. Apparently they're getting close if this guy's here, you know. Boom, 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 boom. And, uh. Was it Arthur or Lancelot that was talking to Electo or whatever, the boy? And it's like, I'm uh, sorry you're... We had to kill your dad there for a second, and he's like, "Yeah, he wasn't with the way with God, so it's okay, yeah, bro." My my father's kind of an asshole, and you keep talking about going back to Rome, but like men are not free. In fact, we really are like worse than it is even here. It, it, we make the, we would make you just fight against it, other people. It's a very well defined caste system. Here, yeah. let me show you a diagram. <laughs> right, like uh, you you've been fed lies your whole life, and <laughs> I just want to let you know that now. Uh, before I go back to Rome and probably become Pope. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but then they come to a frozen lake. Oh yeah, this scene. This is like the one scene I remember. This from is this a cool movie. scene. This is a very cool scene. So yeah, they start like going across the frozen mm-hmm. lake and like, okay, we're all like spread out and take it nice and slow and 
you know, everybody blah, blah, blah. walk everybody out of the carriage. Yep. Meanwhile, in the background, you start hearing the drums. Boom, 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 boom. And they're boom, like, boom. and they keep going and going, and it's like kind of cracking, and, and they make it the way across. And uh, basically, Arthur's like, look, this is the only time we're going to have a chance to like fight these guys on fair ground. All right, villagers, uh, Electo or whatever, you're in charge. Take them. Or, or yeah, like, Kieran. Yeah. Uh, no, who does he put in charge? Was, uh... Yeah, I, put it, I think he puts Electo. Oh, in, like, is that, it was the... that rando villager dude that was tell, telling him about the old man up in the oh, States. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, who, he's basically who, like, all who's right. sort of Electo's guardian now, I guess? Yeah, well, because everybody else died. But yeah. yeah, he's basically like, all right, take the straight down this road here mm-hmm. all the way to, uh, I don't know, Leanus or wherever the hell they were heading to. Yeah, so Electo, go to the wall and take a left. We'll uh, we'll meet you in uh, Leonis. <laughs> meet you in Valhalla. No, um, <laughs> but yeah. If you that... don't hear from me by sunrise, call the Pope. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then this is when the uh, Saxon army's on the other side of the lake, and they're just getting there. But they're like, "Yeah, this is a frozen lake. This could be kind of treacherous." And there's like Arthur in the knights and Kira Knightley and like two other villagers, I think, on the yeah. on the other side of the lake, stand off against thousands of Saxons. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there's a whole scene where, like, the Saxons try firing arrows across and they don't have the range. But, of course, <laughs> Kira Knightley and her magical elf yeah. <laughs> bow and arrows do. Shwing, but shwing, shwing, shwing. Yeah, so then they got to, like, cross the lake, but they're all kind of grouped up. The Saxon guys are all kind of grouped up. And so it's kind of cracking under them and they get just within range. Shoot for the flanks! Make them, uh, make, make them cluster together! Yeah, yeah. So... And they're getting clustered together. And then the ice starts cracking. And then, um, one of the dudes, uh, Axe Dude, we'll call him, he runs out there and starts hitting the ground. Ah! Like trying to break up the ice and make it all shatter. And he's like getting shot with arrows. And so some of the other knights run up to like protect him with a shield and drag him back. And then all the ice things start buckling and caving. And the sack's like, oh, God. And they're getting hit with arrows. And ah, shit, we're falling in. And yeah, it's a pretty cool little scene. I, I, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, basically the scene ends. And the, like the few remaining Saxons, like one of them's a... Uh, uh, Till Schweiger, Hugo Stiglitz. And, yeah. and you see a lot of like bodies floating under the eyes, like l- little Saxon sickles just kind of floating <laughs> under. <laughs> Damn, that could have gotten better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you go as planned? So then we smash cut to Electo being dropped off at the wall. And uh, oh, that's right. Axe guy died from his wounds. Like he got hit with like four or five big yeah. arrows or whatever. And uh, the the little boy that was, like, in the torture chamber or whatever, mm-hmm. he just runs up and, like, takes the ring off of his hand. And I thought this was Mr. Fister, because I'm like, of course, like, the big guy who loves kids is going to die. Wait, it's the other big guy who didn't really like kids, but liked this kid? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, so the knights finally get their uh, freedom papers or whatever. Job well done. Yay, yay, yay. And then uh, Arthur goes to, like, visit his dad's grave for some reason. Because it's right there at the yeah. wall, I guess. Yeah, and he, it was like, he couldn't be buried in his homeland. He wanted to be buried here. Yeah, and the, yeah, he's, like, talking to Guinevere. And uh, basically, Arthur decides that he's going to stay and fight. And uh, yeah. Lancelot's, of course, like, why? We're free now. We can do whatever we want. Why would you stay here and fight the Saxons? It's a suicide mission. And, uh... Yeah, Guinevere goes to see Arthur in his bedroom that night, and uh, Pound Town, baby, yeah! So, so at this point, it feels like she's using him, right? Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Okay, I just wanted to make sure like I was getting the right the right vibes here because I'm like, oh yeah, no no no, Guinevere like knows she's damaged goods and also knows she's the leader of her people and is going to. It's it's almost like she's trying to gain way with Arthur so that she'll help defend her kingdom what? of some sort. Definitely not a running theme. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so after Pound Townage, uh, we cut to the next morning, and uh, all the knights are leaving, and, and uh, this is where it comes back, because, uh, you know, the whole music's playing, because they're sad, because the knights are leaving, and Arthur's staying, and blah, 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 and then I think it bores or whatever, like, turns to Arthur and goes, Arthur! It's like, hey, it's a callback, but wait, it was Lancelot's family that did that. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Yeah? It so so I think it was poor editing. I don't think that was supposed to be Lancelot getting taken from those people. It was supposed to be Arthur, but then they realized they had to have Arthur's dad's grave dad's on grave property. With Excalibur and, and so I yeah. think it had to get reshot at the last minute because let's, yeah. let's face it, nobody gives two fucks about Lancelot in this movie. Maybe the Ra is like the whole big thing for all of the land. I, I don't know. Right. But uh, anyway, Merlin's uh, Blue Celt army shows up too. They're ready to fight. Yeah. Uh, Skarsgård's a badass bad guy. He basically comes out. And, yeah, Arthur uh, comes out and they like kind of do the... Like Arthur is on his horse. He's got his big regal armor yeah, on Yeah, his thing. horse has the unicorn horn on it. Uh, Skarsgård couldn't give a shit. He's he just, really couldn't. He, Intimidation he, doesn't work on him. His posture and everything is just kind of like... Like looking at him, like like his head's kind of like to the side, kind of down, trying to just kind of like, oh, see you, Arthur. He's sort oh. of like, like I got like I got the vibe from Skarsgård in this, like like he was like an old grizzly bear, like he's oh, already yeah, had yeah. a bunch of battles. He's kind of tired. He's definitely yeah. still a feral animal. He'll fucking kill you with one swipe. He doesn't need to posture. Yeah. He knows he doesn't need the posture. And, and I really like this scene because, you know, Arthur's all like, I swear to God, as long as there's breath in me, I will keep you from these lands. You know, he's giving the whole speech to, to everybody. Take breath out of you. Yeah. And then, like, as they're parting, he's like, finally, a man worth killing. Yeah, it's yeah. a good scene. It, it, and then Arthur goes back to, so this wall that they showed us earlier that was like a foot and a half tall, like yeah. three bricks, all of a sudden is this like 20 foot tall thing with gates. And so like in this scene, I turned to you, we were watching it, and I'm like, so where is this gate spatially? Because now it like straight yeah, I, up looks like castle turrets. And you're like, oh, this is the town. And it was like, I thought they rode out of town, yeah. but they rode out of town to go back to town. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, they went out of town to the next town or whatever. But then like it would show some overhead shots and it's like, oh, it's just a wall. Yeah, this is the wall. Because there were buildings at like different angles, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so, kind of weird. But. Yeah, it, it was, they didn't do a good job showing the sort of spatial relations. It's like, so Arthur rode for half a day to end up back in town? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we we then see the knights. They're you know a mile down the road or whatever. They yeah. they hear the drums in the distance, and then the horses start like pulling and turning. And I'm like, do the horses want to fight? And they're just taking the knights with them. The horses have been trained to follow the the drums at this point. Yeah, yeah. Go For into 15 the battle. years, they've been trying to fight this fight. So the horses are like, no, no, no. We we go this way. We've been doing that for 15 years. Yeah, so yeah, uh, the knights decide, all right, cool, we're going to join in. You guys head down the town. First town on the left. If you don't hear us by morning, call the Pope. Yeah, yeah, so they join in. uh, And yeah, basically, they like open up the gates to the wall and basically like, yeah, come on in, Saxons. And uh, so they, uh, you know, the main guy's like, "Uh, send in the grunts first. 
And so the grunts go in, and Arthur gives his whole Braveheart speech, and... Mm-hmm. Kira Knightley and the Blue People, the uh, what is it? the the Navi's are hiding. The, the Celts, in, yeah, yeah, the Navi's are hiding in the forest. Nobody yeah. really knows they're there yet, except for a few bird calls. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, the gates close behind the grunts as they come in, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh yeah, there's like death from above with like fire arrows and the cavalry ah! running through them and chopping people, and like on the other side, the, the Saxons are like hearing the screams, and then they like see the gates open again they're like yep next next batch <laughs> next and this is when the saxon guy just like puts his hand out and like some guy runs over with his battle axe and is like let's go yeah <laughs> and they run through that gate and i don't know what they were expecting but they like stop and they're like uh that was the left flank yeah all oh right. well fuck it ah! <laughs> yeah so then arthur they or yeah arthur and crew they like pull out pull out the trebuchets and the merlin army comes in there's a whole big battle and you get like the main this saxon is a guy good fight yeah this is where we get our kira knightley running in slow motion yeah. scene yeah there's a little wearing bit of a, that. a tube top and some booty shorts like oh look at that boy running in the oh wait that's kira knightley my bad <laughs> she looks like a badass but like it's yeah, a well. weird slow motion because Let's face it, she's a dainty gal. Yeah. She's not, like, she. she's, she's wafy. <laughs> um, so, like, in the slow motion, you can see she's quite wafy. She, like, she's fierce, but she's delicate looking. It's not sensual in any way, because they've no. dressed her down. No, which, I mean, bit. they should for that particular character. So it's just, like, a really weird choice to slow motion that scene. Just like Domino. I agree. Right. Oh yeah, we get like the the pairing off in the middle of this giant battle scene where like uh, the Saxon leader guys fighting Tristan, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, and uh, Till's fighting Guinevere, and then Lancelot jumps in to like rescue her. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Tristan ends up getting killed. And was Ar- that Tristan? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Mads Mikkelsen gets killed. Oh yeah, yeah, by the Saxon leader guy. Yeah. By okay. Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, and, and uh, yeah, Falcon Guy, oh, and Falcon Guy released his Falcon right before battle. That's You Tristan. are free. That's Tristan. Yeah, That was yeah, Tristan? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, there were like three of them with curly girly hair. Yeah, like I said, white guy face blindness, all time high. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, um, yeah, so like Lancelot, like, goes to help Guinevere and saves her, and then he like, sees Tristan gets killed, and then immediately gets like, shot in the chest with an arrow. Yeah, he's like, no! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and Guinevere's just like, oh fuck! (laughs) But then Lancelot has one last thing because he takes his sword, throws it at uh, Till Schweiger, and hits him like right in the chest. He's like, oh fuck! (laughs) And and then we, what we all came for, Arthur versus Skarsgård. Oh, he watches Lancelot die, screams because it's the only man he's ever loved, yep. has just been killed, and then, yeah, him versus Skarsgård. And this battle wasn't that impressive. I mean, there was a couple, like, like Skarsgård basically, like, hits him a couple times, and it's like, all right, is this the end of Arthur? And then Arthur just, like, does, like, the, the sword backwards, like, into his gut, <laughs> and it's like, oh, well... I guess Skarsgård's dead. I got it. Uh, Skarsgård is like watching the, uh, is it the Klitschko brothers from like 10 years ago? The two big Russian boxers. Yeah, Vladimir and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they weren't, like, they kept winning, but they weren't exciting fights. It was just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. Very textbook. One hit. The sweet science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what Skarsgård is in this movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, oh, left hook out of nowhere. It's him right in the gut. <laughs> 
And then, babe, do you remember his last words? What were his last words, Dave? Arthur. <laughs> Death part. Yeah. Cue the movie, Arthur. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody, it's me, Dudley Moore, and old Russell Brand. Oh, I've pickled me liver. <laughs> Yeah, so then Arthur yells at God because, how could you kill the only man I ever loved? You were supposed to take me! Take me! I missed him with these, Lord! (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, so then, then, yeah, they take Lancelot and the other corpses and roast them like Kahlua pigs. Like, basically basically cover them with, like, little fucking banana leaves or whatever. They dig a little hole, they put them in, they cover them with kindling, (laughs) then they cover the whole thing with a nice, like, wet peat so that they slow roast. Yeah. (laughs) The town will feast tonight. Oh, that that meat's gonna be moist. And then, uh, yeah, Lancelot's still narrating, even though he's dead. uh, Fucking right? Arthur and Guinevere, I assume, get wet on top of the corpse because it's like that quick yeah uh england's now united and he's oh. declared king arthur and the, the wedding here is the wedding from uh oh my god one of the robin hoods where they 1991. got married 91 you know, the flowers and yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. the green man and yeah yeah it's pretty ridiculous and then uh somebody's like oh yeah and britain was finally united to one common cause and i'm like the metric system <laughs> Brexit? What are we talking? Soccer? We're Manchester United! We don't want the magic system! We're going to get on a boat and go across the, the ocean! Yeah. Uh, then we get some horses running free in slow motion. Yeah. Well, they freed all the men's horses. Yeah, because all the men are free. And all the horses are free. Ask but me it was what only, it means. It was only the three. The three guys who died, Steve. Oh, well, I thought it was all the horses. No, it was just three. It was the two black ones and the gray one. All right, cool. Well, yeah, cool. Horses running in slow motion, roll credits. They finally freed the blacks. Horses. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, roll credits, babe. Steve. King Arthur. What do you think? This movie was very pretty. Nobody did a bad job acting, but this movie is a nothing. Yeah. This movie much. is incredibly forgettable. Yeah, like I said, I, I remember the Frozen Lake battle scene. That is a good scene. I remember really liking Skarsgård as a bad guy, Skarsgård's even though he's great. very understated. But he's only but, in it for yeah. like seven and a half minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, give it a shot if you're really into like Arthur movies, but yeah. You could just watch Arthur. Yeah, obvi- <laughs> obviously we've seen better this month already, and uh, maybe next week we'll see an even better one. Thank <gasps> you, Brendan. Um <laughs> We'll ever take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer, fun facts, and what we learned from King Arthur. 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 Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. 
Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. So you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man... Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons? I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh god, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. What's up, guys? Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast here. Are you just sitting there thinking to yourself, man, I really love some dude in his garage sitting around talking about arbitrary countdowns and his favorite things in the world of movies, music, and TV. Well, guess what? That's me. Please look me up. My name is Gerald, and I am from Two Peas on a Podcast. If you want to subscribe to my countdown show, I have a different co-host every week. It's often someone from the world of podcasting or entertainment. And we go through our top five favorite things in whatever that week's category is. You can find links to all of our content, subscribe via your favorite podcast app, and follow us on social media. The easiest thing to do is just head to our website, which is www.2peasonapod.com. I hope you look me up and join the party. It's a lot of fun. See you soon. This is Eric Avari, and you are listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Uh, she said it. They get better every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, babe, how about you? I'm thirsty and I was promised my freedom and a beer. Uh, well, I can't give you your freedom, but I got a beer. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> You're still trapped in this loveless sham of a marriage. <laughs> of course. Should have been kiss me. Mwah. All right, now give me my beer. All right, we have from <laughs> Melvin Brewing the 2x4 double IPA, 9.9% nice. alcohol by volume. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, goddamn. Silver on silver, Steve. Oh, here. Fuck I'll, me. Here, wait, I got, I got light over here. I'll try reading it. Uh, Yeah, wow, a little white on silver. 2x4 has a stupid amount of hops layered on a light malt base that gives way to notes of pine, citrus, and tropical fruit. While there are many great beer styles from the past, think of this as a beer from the future. Imperial India Pale Ale. So it's called a two by four. It's got one of those like artist mannequins with a saw cutting off his own arm. Yeah. And it's from the future with an elephant drinking a beer. It's an automaton. What is happening? I don't know. Melvin, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, come on, Wyoming. All right, I'm going to pop my top. Yeah. Oh, my top. Nice. Oi, me top. <laughs> <laughs> me sweets. Wait. And the pour. It's a beautiful, super clear beer. Very, very pale. Just a very pale straw color. Has a white, foamy head with a lot of uh, pretty good-sized bubbles. Pretty good-sized bubbles make me happy. It smells hoppy. Mm. It actually... All right. This this beer smells like a brewery. Like, it smells sort of like raw hops and, uh, <laughs> raw like, hops cereally. And, yeah. Uh, taking a sip with, like, the, you get definitely get the alcohol burn. It's like, yeah, it tastes like uh, hops and... Maybe some cleaning solution in there? Like, like it kind of smells like a brewery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, I mean, pretty dry. And but yeah. I mean, I guess there's a little malt base there. But yeah, yeah, kind of on the drier end, and mm-hmm. yeah, nice hoppy. It's a tasty beer, though. Yeah, I dig it. Definitely on the hoppier end for things that I personally enjoy. But like, I don't feel like my teeth are melting off. Mm-hmm. That's Melvin Brewing's two by four. Mm-hmm. Well, well, babe. Steve. Would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Always. Oh! All right, babe. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics <laughs> thought of King Arthur? Oh, I don't think they think of King Arthur. <laughs> Nobody does nowadays, right? I'm going to say I don't think they liked this movie. Um, 23%. Close thirty one with the critics. Ooh! But of course, nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience? Uh, thirty three, fifty nine actually. <laughs> yeah, fifty nine. <laughs> Wait a minute. A uh, hundred and twenty million dollar budget. U.S. gross of fifty point. Or, I'm sorry, fifty one point nine. But god damn. Worldwide gross, because it's England. King Arthur. million. So, not quite breaking even with advertising and all that. Yeah. Enough for the actors to get other gigs, but they're not getting a sequel. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Michael Bay was originally set to direct. Damn it. (laughs) This would have been a very different movie. Yeah, right? It'd be fucking Transformers and shit. But he left the project due to budget concerns and he. He had been developing the project for over five years before he left. What? So, yeah, basically from, like, The Rock to when this came out almost was uh, Michael Bay working on this. This was his Don Quixote? Pretty much, I guess. Uh, Clive Owen got the role of King Arthur after Russell Crowe, Mel Gibson, and Hugh Jackman turned it down. All three of those would absolutely make sense. Right? And, well, I mean, Mel Gibson already did it in 1995 with Braveheart. All right, so... so Russell Crowe basically did it with Gladiator. Steve, let's, let's imagine a world where Mel Gibson gets pigeonholed into only being, like, British leader roles. Okay. Like, he doesn't do anything else. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't go on his uh, anti-Semitic tirade. He doesn't do, like, any of the other stuff. He just is stuck as, like, he's, like, King Arthur, <laughs> Robin Hood... Like, Wait, this would have been right around Passion of the Christ. So, yeah, he doesn't do that. He does this instead. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> I would change the world. <laughs> uh, also, uh, producer Jerry Bruckheimer vetoed the director's choice, which was a then comparatively unknown Daniel Craig, because he was convinced Owen was going to be the next James Bond. Hindsight 2020. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you then, I want Clive Owen. I want Clive Owen as Bond. If you think Daniel Craig is a stick of wood as James Bond, wait until Clive Owen gets directed to be that. I can picture Clive Owen playing the suave part better. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. he's <laughs> Steve, Would you uh help me find the station early? He's more charismatic than Daniel Craig. Babe, I'm more charismatic than Daniel Craig. Of course Fight you me. are. You're... Uh, Mr. Craig, please come on our podcast and prove me wrong. <laughs> Guys, I'm selling tickets now. I'm going to start a Kickstarter. We're, no, I'm sorry. I go fund me. You know what? Kickstarter. Craig Daniel, if you're out there, come and join us and see if you're Selling tickets. Daniel Craig versus Steve. <laughs> no, it's uh, above the belt. Nothing in the face. <laughs> no, you know what? Even better. We'll put you both in those sumo suits. Yeah. <laughs> 
parkour this. Ah! <laughs> All right. right. Next year, Ogden, Utah, Daniel Craig versus Steve, blow up sumo suit match. That's right. It's going to be fantastic. Make Uh, this happen. Wait, wait, wait. We got to make it respectable. For charity. For charity. (laughs) Uh, Still in Skarsgård, turned down the role of Serdic three times before director Antoine Fuqua was able to persuade him to take it. Uh, Apparently, he never approached any other actor for the part. He, uh... Fuqua must really like Deep Blue Sea. Deepest, bluest. His hat is like a shark's fin. Ewan Griffith, uh, the guy that played Lancelot, was spotted curling his eyelashes by Ray Winstone one morning before shooting. Oh my. Winstone spread the word, and Griffith earned the nickname Sir Lashalot for the duration <laughs> of the shoot. Right? That makes it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the film was originally envisioned and shot as an R-rated film with corresponding graphic violence. However, <laughs> after the picture had been edited, Disney executives mm, <laughs> demanded it be changed to PG-13, hence necessitating a lot of effects work to remove the blood from the battle scenes. Uh, there was also a love triangle in the original squi- uh, script, but yeah. Fuqua asked for a rewrite. Yeah, of Making course Lancelot was. completely useless. Utterly useless. Like, he's not even a good narrator because he's fucking dead! Maybe he's the best narrator because he sees all. Also, it would have made his death a lot more important if there was a love triangle, right? Yeah. And I mean, technically there is. Like, he's the only man that uh, Clive Owen's ever loved. So he's got to settle for Guinevere. He's got to settle for and the And vice of... versa. He's got to... Yeah, they have to settle for that, like, loveless sham marriage. Yeah. Cat! Fucking Christ, Cameron. Yes, you all suck. Yeah, you're right. We should get rid of the mouse. I agree. A thousand percent. The mouse isn't doing anything except for living. You've convinced me. We should get rid of the cats then. (laughs) (laughs) They are in trouble. You really really strive a hard bargain, babe, but uh, I'll agree. I would appreciate if you both stopped looking at the hole in the ceiling as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go up in the ceiling. See how long that lasts. Don't, don't say that, Steve. It was nice Dude, knowing you. That's your office they'll be stuck under. So? They won't They won't last long. <laughs> that's your office. Yeah. Anyway, babe. Mm. What did we learn from King Arthur? Arthur. Arthur. I mean, I learned there were a lot more Romans in the King Arthur story than I remembered. A lot more than the Disney version. I mean, like a billion percent more? Because why would Romans be? Anyway. Uh, let's see. What did I learn? Um, I learned uh, that even if the guy saves your life, you can still take his ring when he's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Whatever that little boy was doing that for. That was the only man he'll ever love as well. Yeah. He's going to have to settle for some bar wench. I also learned, uh, babe. Steve. I guess I I don't know what that was all about I wish somebody had said something like there's you have enough characters where somebody could be like what does that mean oh that's the cry of the people of the north or something yeah something like that that's all you need you know what uh uh electric nachos could have asked it the kid oh yeah you have the perfect Electo, Electo could be like, why do they scream like that? Like he, like he, you have the perfect, you have the perfect character to answer some of these fucking questions. Yeah, babe, Steve, thank you for watching this movie with me. Oh, thank you for watching this movie with me. Um, and are you on social media at all? 
I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm everywhere, but especially over on Etsy, where I sell my goods and services at untidyvenus.etsy.com. Excellent. And how about you, Steve? Can we find you anywhere? Oh, you can find me everywhere at <gasps> E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Guys, we just had an amazing Podcard Fest back in July, but guess, guess what? <gasps> onward and onward. Because on October 9th, we have another one, our Spooky Fall Festival. Ooh, so spoopies. Who are, <laughs> who are celebrity guests going to be? What about the vendors? What about the other podcasters? You can find out at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T on Pod Twitter, Cart Facebook, Fest. and Instagram. So yeah, follow it off for all the latest news. Uh, come check us out on Saturday, October 9th. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So much fun. Guys, the last one, Dana Gould showed up. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about his new project, some of his new projects. We talked about movies. We gave away one of his favorite, favorite dream movies. Yeah. Shout oh. out to Diana at Happily Ever Aftermath for that winning. That's right. Oh, so <laughs> many raffle giveaways. It's just a good, fun time seeing artists you know, show off their craft and creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. October 9th, guys. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. 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 Have a good night, everybody. Bye.